My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Zakhari. Really glad that you can join us. And for this special edition of Tim Melly Talk, I am on the phone with Goran Tomic, head coach of NK Lokomotiva in the top flight of football in Croatia. And of course, Right back from Iran, Sadeh Moharami is a current member of NK Lokomotiva. Goran, welcome to Team Ameli Talk. It's really exciting to have you on the show. How are you doing? Hello, it's really nice that you contact me. I'm really doing fine. Everything is okay in Croatia. Okay, so we're getting ready to get this started. And for my first question, you know, I'm going. I'm not going back too far. I'm actually talking about the 2018 World Cup and. You know, I know you believe in your national team, but were you a little surprised by how great Croatia played at the World Cup in Russia? Yes, it was definitely a great tournament for Croatia. I think no one in the world expected the, the result like this. Honestly, also being Croatia, we didn't expect it. Yes, we had a great generation of football players in the best ages, you know, like Mandzukic, Modric, Rakitic, uh, they are all players 28, 29, 30 years old, in, I think, in the a, in a best football age. So uh, it was a highlight of, the, of their career and really, you know, that they make fantastic tournament and they make proud all Croatians in the world, you know. So it was really, it was really, uh, hap- uh, it happened, I think, once in, a, in a 50 years that, that will, Croatia will be in the final of World Cup. Well, okay, and as we know, they came very close but even just you know finishing second place in the World Cup, obviously a huge accomplishment in itself. Now, going for now my next question, talking about your football career. So as we all know, you started your career with um, with your hometown team, HNK Shibenik. So from your time at Shibenik, which coach had a really big influence on you as a footballer? It was, you know, it was many, many coaches that I have uh, when I was uh, in this, uh, when I was a really young, young football player. Uh, you know, I was playing three years in the youth of Hajduk Split, which is uh, one of the best uh, Croatian teams. And uh, then, when I was 18, I came back to, you know, to my, uh, to my hometown. That, that, that was the, you know, Šibenik, who was uh, playing in a Croatian Super League. And when I was in age of 18, you know, then uh, one coach who is, everyone knows, I think in Iran, it's Vinko Begovic. Um, he put me to play, you know, in the team, you know, when I was 18 and then I started to play and I was there two years and after that I moved to Italy. So it was many coaches who, who was uh, training me in that time, but but uh, Vinko, Vinko was the, the person who put me in the, in the first team. After playing in Croatia, you went on to have some stints in countries like Greece, Italy, Austria, Belgium, and even China. So tell me now, with which team do you have the best memories you know, for, for your career of playing as a professional footballer? It's true. Yes, I was after Croatia. I was uh, moving in a different, uh, different countries. Uh, when I was twenty, I signed a contract with the Italian club Vicenza Calcio. You know, in that time, Italian football was the, I think, best in the, best in the world. You know, the league was really fantastic. It was, you know, Ronaldo was playing in that time there. You know, so in Inter, so it was really 
fantastic league and I was too young too young to to play in a Serie A in that moment uh, and then I was uh, I was on, on alone on a in a two clubs uh, I was in alone in Ajax uh, in Greece and uh, Regina and I can say the the 1998 the year 1999 when I was in Regina Regina Calcio we play in Serie B And in that time we promote to Serie A. It was the first time in the history of Regina Calcio. And uh, I can say that year, uh, 1998, 1999, was the, the, was the year that I will always remember in my, in my life. Because, you know, when, uh, when one team comes first time in the, in the history in Serie A, then you can imagine uh, what, was the, what was the celebration in that, in that time. And even now the, the people uh, recognize me and invite me for, uh, for some kind of, of matches there. You know, those are great memories because you're a part of that team that um, helped Regina uh, get promoted. So it's like, you know, you, you're always going to be looked you, you you're always going to be looked at as one of the legends of Regina. Is that correct? Yeah, it's really nice. Um, uh, two years ago I was there because it was, uh, uh, it was, um, it was one uh, match that, uh, that they, uh, they make like uh, the Regina who promote in a, from Serie C to, uh, to G to B and, from, and they play against us who, play, who promote from B to A. So it was uh, two years ago in the summertime and it was fantastic. It was a full stadium and uh, I was really surprised how the, the people there, uh, they remember everything. They, they remember every, every, every moment, every game. Eh? And, and I remember also one goal what I scored and it was really so important in the last minute of the match and people everything remember so people in the south of Italy are really passionate you know and they really are, like football very much and I'm, I'm really so happy that I was a part of, of the history of that club okay now one of my next questions you know this is a story I'm you know really been interested in and the way this story takes uh, goes is that back in 2016 I believe that you were a spectator in the stadium watching a match between Shibenik and Sibalia. And after the match, you were approached by someone from Shibenik and asked to be the temporary coach or, you know, caretaker to try and get Shibenik promoted um, from the playoffs. I mean, how surprised were you, you know, when this happened? Because as, as I said before, you know, you, I believe you were a spectator watching the game and you were approached. So, I mean, like, so what was the surprise like for you? <laughs> yeah, you are really good informed. You know all the informations about me. Yes, it's uh, it's really funny because uh, you know uh, I, I'm living uh, I'm living in Salzburg, in Austria, and in that time I was there uh, because I came back from China, and uh, in my hometown in Shibenik, you know, it was a playing match. Uh, how you say from Shibenik to Zibalia, and that was the second Croatian league. And if Shibenik wins. If uh, sorry, if Shibenik win, uh, Shibenik go to Croatian Super League. So I couldn't, I couldn't miss that match, you know, because uh, there is only one club uh, what I really, really like, and it's Shibenik, you know. So I, I couldn't miss, miss that match, and it was a funny that, uh, that that time, uh, you know, it was really full stadium and everything, and I came there, and but Shibenik, unfortunately, you know, it was. Uh, Or for me it was good. I don't know. <laughs> it was zero zero. Shibenik couldn't win, and I was on 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 my way back to Salzburg when uh, people from the from the club uh, call me and they say 
because the, then in the next 10 days it was two matches from uh, to play against Istra uh, who was uh, second last in the Super League to to play two matches to you know to come to the Super League Croatian you know and uh, and they asked me if I can be just coach for for this 10 days and I don't know I couldn't say no uh, I couldn't say no even uh, if it's you know if if I, I didn't work for nothing it was just you know I came I, I stayed 10 days and and I give my best really I give my best but we played two times draw one one and uh, on the penalties we didn't succeed so I couldn't say no to to my to my uh, to my hometown city you know well that's definitely a story I like and of course, like you said, you know, I love the attitude you have that you could not say no to your hometown team. And, you know, it came so close, you know, I believe only losing on a penalty shootout. But, yeah, I mean, just that close. I mean, of course, your team, you know, Shibanik put in a very good effort. Obviously, it's, you know, it's very tough to get it's, it's very tough to get promoted. I mean, especially when, you know, when, when it's a team from the second league playing against a team from the first league. I mean, it really, to me, it seems like those matches really produce a lot more excitement. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge difference uh, in Croatia between uh, the the teams who are in the bottom of the first league, super league, and uh, the teams who are promoting from second league. It's huge difference from quality. So uh, I think from the next season in Croatia, we'll not uh, ever play this kind of match because in the last maybe I can I don't know now seven eight years and never never one uh, team from second league promote to the to the first uh, to the first league. So. In that, in this case, it was really, it was really uh, small chances that, that we can uh, win against Istra, but uh, no one expected that that we can even make draws. So we make two times draws, and unfortunately, you know, in the penalties, in the penalties, uh, we we didn't succeed. Even that that we, it was a fourth penalty, and if we, if we would we would score, uh, then we will have great chance to, to, to go to the Super League but our most experienced player missed the penalty but that's life you know it's okay and earlier you mentioned uh, Salzburg and I see that you played with um, Salzburg in Austria for about four years and you know you scored about 19 you scored 19 goals and you know whenever people talk about you know football you know especially in the areas of Germany and Austria you know with Germany people talk about the Bundesliga and in Austria yes it's the Austrian Bundesliga and I feel like it's one of those leagues that a lot of people don't really know too much about but what can you tell me about the atmosphere about you know the the, the passion of the fans in the Austrian Bundesliga uh, I agree that uh, Austrian league uh, it's a league that's you know maybe not a lot of people knows you know and not follow but I can say that is really very interesting league and uh, now is uh, getting better and better and so many uh, football players and coaches are uh, if they show something good in uh, Bundesliga they prom- they go immediately to the German Bundesliga so uh, the infrastructure is good you know stadiums are, are really 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 good uh, the fans and uh, it's this year they have 12 uh, 12 uh, clubs and you know some of them are really Really good, like uh, Red Bull Salzburg, uh, uh, who was playing now against Liverpool. You know, who playing Champions League and VAC uh, also was playing European League and the Lask uh, Linz. So they are really getting, uh, they are really getting uh, in a good way. You know, they are really good, good teams there, and it's great league for some young players and coaches who can develop them, themselves and uh, to to play later or be coach in a higher level. 
You know, and when also looking at your CV as a coach, you know, you spend a lot of time in China with teams in Beijing, Tianjin, also Shenzhen, and even in Shenzhen as an assistant. And so, from your experience, I mean, how much has football changed in China? I was a player. Two thousand six, I played in um, in Henan um, Construction, and then two thousand. Thirteen, I came as a coach. I can say uh, that uh, in just in these seven years, uh, it was a huge difference uh, from generally, not just for football, even from the life in China. They growing up so quickly that you cannot imagine what what are the differences in just in seven years. So uh, they are improving a lot, and and now it's really it's really it's really they, you have many many good players and coaches who are playing in China. So I remember really. A, was I can say that it was a really fantastic period from my life and never knows I can even you know come back there but from all this from all these five years of what I spent in China I can say that the best year was 2017 when I was with with Sven Goran Eriksson I was his assistant in in Shenzhen and it was the best, I can say, best time of my football career because to spend to spend one one season with such a great coach, and to, I can I learned a lot from from him. So it was really great. And now for my next question, um, Goran, I'm pretty sure you know you're not you're not surprised that this that some of these questions are coming. And you know, I'm talking about basically the what I'm calling is that the um, the Croatian invasion of Iran is that you know there's been a lot of Croatian coaches over the years that have made their way to Iran and some of these coaches you know some of these names I'm sure you would know them all Branko Ivankovic Zlatko Kranchar and also your former coach what your one of your coaches Vinko Begovic or even Dragan Skocic so my question for you now was there ever a time that you were approached by Iranian clubs in the past Yes, I know that that many many Croatians are are uh, even even in the history. It was I think Poklepovic uh, and you know Ivic. Uh, so uh, I think uh, and then uh, Krstićević is now there. What you say? Yeah, it's really many 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 of of, of them are uh, are uh, were coaches in Iran. Uh, I had some. I can say I had some uh, contacts also with uh, with uh, Iranian clubs. Uh, but uh, in in that time, I couldn't uh, I couldn't you know consider that because I was um, I was or head coach in uh, in China or or in uh, in Croatia. So, but never knows you know. I really respect a lot of uh, Iran Iran football you know, and uh, I follow now even even uh, this the, even the league you know, and I, I know that uh, that. Um, some also very important and uh, coaches were there so i know the clubs there and i know a lot of about that league so who knows maybe one day i will i will come to iran but now at the moment you know i am i am focused still now on on my club locomotiva absolutely and while we're on the topic of course of locomotiva you know right now a player that iranian football fans are talking about a lot is sadeh moharami so, what can you tell me about Sadek Moharami in terms of his qualities as a footballer? Yes, yeah, 
Yes, Sadek uh, arrived at the end of the August from Dinamo Zagreb on a loan and yes, when I heard that he's coming I was really very happy because in this uh, time what he what he was in Croatia uh, we find out that he's really really great football player and I was really very satisfied when he came to our team. Yes, he's a player with a in my in my point of view it's player with a really high qualities. He's he's very it's very fast, uh, very fast fullback, uh, very attacking fullback. You know, uh, with a great, uh, with a great uh, character. What is very important uh, for my team, because this is the first, uh, one of the first things what I am um, noticing by by football players. This is most important. How is his character? So yeah, he's very, very professional player, and you know, we are very satisfied that we have him in uh, in our team. And uh, especially he's fitting good in Lokomotiva because we are a team who are playing a lot on uh, on transitions, who are playing a lot on you know like vertical football, uh, speed football with uh, with many counter attacks. Uh, with so Sadek is fitting really good because he's a guy, he's a is a really the player like right fullback. What 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 I expected to, to have, you know, so I'm really satisfied to have him. You know, you mentioned his care, his um, qualities as in being uh, fast and also having a good character. And you also mentioned how you talk about how, you know, with your style of football, you know, the attacking is very important. So we know that Sadeh Moharami plays as a right back, but for you, for you, but for Lokomotiva, I mean, are there times where he is also used as a winger? matches what he played till now he was playing really uh, just uh, right back you know I tried him once in a friendly match to play winger and yes he ca- he have the, the really good uh, characteristic to play winger in my opinion his uh, his best position is if you play with a three back and he's uh, he's uh, playing at uh, full back on the like in, in 3-4-3-3-5-2 this uh, old side uh, fullback I think this is his best position but uh, even if we play with the 4-4 four, four, uh, back in the winger he can yeah he can play even good because he's uh, you know very skillful very fast uh, good cross good shoot 1-1 uh, is really good and it's really he, you can put him in the team in uh, any style of football what we are play, uh, playing so even now when we're playing uh, now Saturday we are playing against Dinamo Zagreb, and I'm really considering to put him now a little bit higher, like winger. So I will see. Okay, that's definitely a game I'll have to pay attention to. And you know, um, in recent World Cup qualifiers, you know Sadek Moharami was not called up to the national team of Iran. Now, from your point of view, were you surprised that he was not called up? I tell you, I, I now I don't know exactly what what are the players who are playing in a, in a, his positions in a, in a, in a Iran, and it's difficult for now me to, to judge because uh, I don't know who are the play, who are the players who are playing there. But definitely, you know, he is the player who who can help uh, always to the team because you know just because of his really uh, unique characteristics. So yeah. I was a little bit surprised, but 
but of course this is a decision always of the head coach of, of Iranian national team. And, you know, one of our analysts from Team Ali Talk, um, you know, has informed us about something, and that is, you know, of course we know Sadek Muharami is on loan from Dinamo Zagreb, and I believe he's due to leave at the end of December. But is there a chance that Lokomotiva will sign him or maybe keep him on loan for the rest of the season? Yes, that's true. That he was that he just on loan, and uh, we all hope that we can uh, that we can keep him till the end of the May, because uh, the season is finishing end of the May uh, 2020. So uh, I really hope that he can stay in our team, and to sign him, it it's it's really difficult. Uh, I say I will say it's really not possible because he's. Uh, Uh, too expensive player, and uh, for for Lokomotiva, Lokomotiva is one small uh, small club in Croatia that uh, are, are always giving chance to young players to promote young players. And Dinamo Zagreb is, of course, uh, the, our, one of the best clubs in Croatia with a much much bigger budget, and they can all uh, they can he can have you know like this kind of. Uh, Uh, good quality, good quality players in the team. Uh, so, how I said, we all hope that we can have him till the end of the season in Lokomotiva. And so far, from the time you have spent uh, coaching Sadek Moharami, do you feel like he's always uh, improving and getting better as a player? Yes, definitely. Because uh, even if he's, uh, if he. Uh, came from important clubs in the previous, like uh, from Iran and Dinamo. He's young, you know, and he's uh, always improving. And especially what I always uh, telling to him, you know, of course he uh, his his also offensive characteristics are really good. He had to improve always in in, uh, in defense also. So I can say after this this time of the what we spent together, I think he improved. In this part of the of the game, what is really really important for him. So, but it's always important that he he likes he he he's every training on 100%, and this is the this is uh, what I like from him. So he's young, he he's uh, learning, and I'm sure he will improve day by day. Well, this is definitely good news for you know us um, Iranian football fanatics, and I think it's just. Great to hear how you're talking about how much he's been improving, and you know, I, and I'm sure all um, Iranian fans of the national team would love to see him playing. Would love to see him become the new permanent starter at the right back position. And Goran, I just want to tell you, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us on Tiomeli Talk. You know, it really was a pleasure to have you. And we're just about ready to finish, but you know, you have coached a lot of teams. And I understand that you have fulfilled your dream of coaching Shibenik. You know the team you once played for, the team you grew up supporting. So, is it possible that your next dream is to one day be the head coach of the national team of Croatia? Yes, that would be a real dream. So, to be head coach of Croatian national team. But I would say, you know, you never know. It's important to to live day by day. To do the best uh, and not to think too much about future. So now, really, I'm focused on Lokomotiva, Zagreb. We have in the next season. We have really, we have really, lot of things to do. We are in the semi-finals of the cup and the final of the cup. It will be played in Šibenik, uh, in my hometown. So you can imagine how it will be nice for me to play <clears throat> to finals in a in a 
of the cup in the Šibenik. So yeah, next season is very important and then my contract is expiring, Lokomotiva, then of course I will see what is the next step, to stay or, or move to another place. But of course, everyone dreams and me also to one day to be head coach of Croatian national team. Goran, thank you again and good luck to you and Lokomotiva the rest of the season. You are welcome. Thank you for inviting me and I wish you all the best to you and of course to Iran football national team. Thank you again, Goran. And that's it, everybody, for this edition of Team Meli Talk. As always, make sure you find us on social media. You know the handle, at Team Meli Talk. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to check out our blog on Tumblr. And also, always be on the lookout for our upcoming videos on YouTube. And don't forget to visit our webpage, www.teamelitalk.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this special edition of Team Meli Talk. We'll see you next time. Hey, this is Omi Nazari, and uh, you are listening to Timely Talk. <laughs>